Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Alrighty, alrighty, guys, and welcome to Bravo East Coast Housewives. It's your girl, Kim. What's up? Happy Flippin' Tuesday, and I just want to let you guys know I have an exciting, exciting guest with me today on the show, a fellow podcaster himself. Yes, we have Behind the Velvet Rope Podcast. We have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. David Yontef himself. Hello, my dear. How are you? What a nice introduction. Oh my gosh. I'm going to come back here all the time. Oh my God. I'd love to have you whenever, wherever, as Shakira would sing. (laughs) That's like so nice. So what's going on? You're in New York now. I am. I am. You're in Pittsburgh. I am. How is the quarantining uh, going for you? Because I'm over the shit. It's like, it's weird. Like, okay, at first, because I live alone, I live in an apartment. So let's just start with the no backyard, none of that nonsense. The worst. Um, You know, at first, I think I was more over it at first, believe it or not. Yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing. I mean, and I go out a lot at night. I mean, I'm out like seven nights a week. Like I'm like the typical New Yorker. Love it. And like my podcast, we can get into it, but a lot of it is stories from behind the velvet robe. So like I am at the Regency many nights. So like I I go out for work. So like when this first happened, I was just in culture shock because like I am not a homebody. So my whole life changed. Now... I'm less over it and I'm just like, eh, I have days yeah. where I'm like, this is kind of nice. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I'm chilling. Well, here's a here's an important question that I have for you. Yes. So does money buy you class at the Regency when you're there? Okay, let me tell you about the Regency. <laughs> money, money buys you whatever you want. Oh my God, I love it. They, yes. don't, they don't care at the Regency about anything. You can oh. literally... Money does not buy you class, but they do not care about class. They just oh. want your money. Oh, I love that. Well, you know what? Everyone's hurting for uh, for some coin at this point anymore. So you know what? I totally get that. Well, but- I was going to say for the outside dining that is open in New York, I mean, not the Regency. The Regency is closed. I Closed down, honey. Closed. Yeah. And I mean, this is literally like... I got a call from my buddy, Harry Dubin. It's not, this is not, this is like, he called like two weeks ago, just to like check in with me because he's in Florida. And I'm just like, so when, I mean, he he knows all. I'm like, when is the Regency going to be open? And he's like, I don't even know. I'm like, Oh. oh God. Man, that is intense. Tell Harry Dubin that some random ass girl in Pittsburgh says, hey. I'll tell him you said hi. 
Okay, so now that we're into it, so I have some segments on my show. I usually, obviously, this is a show about the East Coast housewives because, you know, the beasts are in the East, let's just say. So I cover, obviously, New York, Jersey, and my Potomac women. Oh, my God, first two episodes in, I'm dying. Now, but I'm also a huge Bravo fan to begin with. So first question for you, what are your thoughts with any of the Bravo shows going down right now? Like what your feelings about Beverly Hills, Jer- uh, New York, I'm sorry, and just anything. I mean, I have so many thoughts. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, Beverly Hills will start there. I, oh. well, here's the thing. I, I've always been this person. I have always given Beverly Hills such a pass compared to the rest of the world because nobody seems to like Beverly Hills that I talked to this season or last. Really? I love them. I love Erica them. Erica Jane, honey. Erica I, Jane. Right? I mean, the puss. You know what it is? It's like Beverly Hills to me is like what housewife should be almost. Like the rest of it, I mean, everyone's, how can I say this? I have the whole world thinking I'm a snob, but it's just like the rest of it in a way is just regular people, so to speak. I mean, everyone's doing well for themselves. Like I realize. I like, get what you're Beverly saying. Because they have like Denise Richards. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And like, just so Beverly Hills to me, it's like when people are like, it's boring, there's no drama. I'm like, I don't really need drama there. Like, I'm just so intrigued with like the houses, Dorit's outfits. Like, you just add the stuff up in that car and this. You're just like, it's literally, it's the same reason I love the million dollar listings. Oh, which one, New York or LA? Which one's your fave compared to the two? I mean, I'm always going to choose New York, but I love the LA one. I had- I I, would say New York too. Right? But I mean, like I had Tracy Tudor on my show. I had David, then I had James- I just love good real estate porn. So, I mean, <laughs> so I, I'm loving Beverly Hills. And it's so funny. I have a friend who is not, I've known her since college. She's not into the housewives. She does not watch the housewives. She's, no, I mean, like, she, I know you're like, mouth What's is dropping. What's her name? I'm yeah. going to find you. No, I'm but here's the thing. She's a lesbian. So the other day something came up and she said something about, because she's like, she, she watches soap opera. She's like into, so whatever soap opera she watches is the one So that, she's seen Rinna. Yeah, sure. she knows Rinna. Right. Yeah. So she knows Denise. So she said something about Denise. And I was like, oh, you know, and like the whole thing with Denise. And she was like, because she's really into any like real life lesbian drama. She's a lesbian. Okay. And she, and so I started telling her this and she was like, this isn't real. I'm like, no, this is the entire season. Uh, the, the the thing that you turn your nose up that of I mean, for like, she's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, honey, you need to watch Beverly. And then when I told her Rinna was on there and Garcelle, she's like, what? So I'm like, I think I converted someone is now going to go back yes, and like she watch. She is now a fellow Bravo believer is what I'd like to say. She's going to start with, because she's obsessed with Denise. So I'm like, honey, where, oh. have, where have you been? Okay. So since we're on that, who do you believe, Brandy or Denise? Well, it's so funny. I just did an interview with some magazine. I don't even know which one. And they asked me 800,000 questions about myself. And then at the end, they asked me one question, Team Denise or Team Team Brandy. And the entire headline is like, David from Behind the Velvet Rope says, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, because I know both of them. But here's the thing. I, I have sworn 
this entire time that this did not happen. I don't think it happened either. I really don't. And I really don't. But like, I do have to say I've had doubts now. Do you know what I mean? Like there's cracks. You know what? The only thing that really made me start to doubt it was like those text messages. And I'm like, maybe Mm. it did happen. But wait a second. Denise said that there was that app that there, uh, is there not a real app where you can literally post random shit to like kind of say, hey. Really? that's what she said in the past episode, this past recent episode. She said something like that. Now, oh, whether it's true, that. I have no idea. Whether that's true, I have no idea. But okay, if well, it is true, if, if then it is true that I need to go. I need to download that yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, sorry, I'm, you know, I'll call you back because I got to go find that because that can change a lot of things in my life. Right. Same wow. here. Same here. But um, I just yeah. don't think I just, I and, and in the article, the headline was like, David from Behind the Bell Rope says Team Denise. I, I don't think it happened. I mean, even if it did, I'm just like, leave Denise alone. But I really, yeah. I just don't think it happened. Yeah. I think Brandy's, uh, she's uh, anxious for some camera time. That's what I think. Right. And I mean, yeah. like this whole argument of like, you know, well, why didn't you bring that up three days ago? Like the thing is, if it really did happen and she was really trying to deny it, Mm-hmm. I think her arguments would be more buttoned up. Like she would have brought this up. And yeah, she, I agree. so like when you know you didn't do something, you're just like, you don't bring it all up. Cause you're just right. like, oh, well I didn't bring it up three, three days ago. Exactly. Because like, I don't even care because I know this is so crazy. Do you know what I'm exactly. saying? Of course. Yes. So yes. the more like Rinna and Kyle are like, why are you bringing this up three days later? I'm like, it uh-huh. almost like is the opposite point that they're trying to prove to me. Yeah. Ooh, now, okay, so since we're on, like, scandals like this. So we all remember, what was it, the last season when Vanderpump was on it. So it was, like, season before because she just left. So do you remember when Teddy set up basically through the help of LVP, so everyone says, the whole Dorit thing, like she was going after Dorit? So check this out. Right. Now I'm thinking we're going to go transition to Real Housewives of Potomac for a second. Oh, we we all can know. do that. Monique and Candace, right? So this whole thing and the whole Sharice thing, right? Because last episode, Monique um, was hearing from Giselle, which by the way, she's my queen. Love her, love her. Yes. Giselle. Yes, she's my favorite. So Giselle telling Monique that I thought it was kind of surprising that uh, Candace invited Sharice to her little anniversary party. Monique being shocked, like I didn't know that they were friends. My whole thing is right now, could Candace technically be the Teddy of Potomac right now, kind of setting up Monique with the whole Sharice, Monique trainer affair rumors? Do you know what I'm saying? No. It's slightly confusing. <laughs> you God started. Damn. Okay, so I have a show coming out next week ish or this week or whatever right. around this time where I interviewed people in the inner circle of Potomac. So yes. I found so I found some stuff out, but now you've lost me. So like so like Monique's friend apparently is the one that started these rumors. Yeah, Sharice. No, but believe it or not, someone else started <gasps> the rumors. Started. Oh. I don't think it's anyone on that's on the that, show. Right. Got it. But then so I think someone yeah. in the streets, so to speak. Yeah, someone in the yeah. streets, but then Monique. So then right, Sharice who desperately wanted to come back then I loved her by the way but I love Katie too I don't know why oh god I loved Katie so then right so then Sharice took this and ran with it and then Monique 
I mean, Candace started bringing Sharice around and Sharice ran with this because Sharice desperately wanted to come back on the show and is back for free. Oh my God. She's like a Brandy. She's a Brandy, but I know, but you lost me with this whole Teddy. Now you've lost me. Well, because yeah, I, sometimes I get so excited talking about this stuff that I don't make any gosh darn sense. But basically, when Teddy was kind of like the pawn, so to speak, with Lisa Vanderpump, with the whole Dorit, you know. Oh, do I think, do I think Candace is the pawn? Yes. 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 I think. She's the Teddy of Potomac right now. Yeah. I think Sharice doesn't give a fuck about Candace. Excuse Mm-mm. my language. And that's okay. I mean, it's all the, good thi- here. the thing is, Candace and Monique were in a good place before this. Yeah. And Sharice wants one thing only to come back. And I mean, rumor is, I mean, especially from these people that came on my show that are right. in her circle, but rumor is, I mean, they were like, Sharice, you can come, but you're getting paid nothing. <gasps> Ooh. I mean, that's Ooh. the rumor. That Which is so interesting. I believe I believe that. Like they don't need Charisse there and Bravo doesn't throw the coin around for no reason. Sure, sure. And if you now, really and the thing is, I think the, these people also added to that to say Sharice did this last season too. And they were like, There's no money. And she was like, Well, good luck, have a great season. And the rumor, not that I'm saying it, but what they said is after she then sat home, you know, it's easy to say good luck. And then you sit home and watch it unfold all season. And you're like, hey, I'm not there. My followers are going down and the show's doing just fine without me. I'll take that off for free and I'll come back. Interessante. You know all the all the deep dish. So you know what I'm saying? That's pretty awesome. I love it. But that does answer your question of yeah. So like Sharice is like, here's my pawn, Candace. Great. She wants to bring because I think that's why Monique has an issue with Candace is Candace mm-hmm. went and brought Sharice around. Yeah. And Sharice yeah. didn't care who brought her around. She just wanted the invites because there was cameras. Sure. And sure. Monique is like, why are you bringing this girl that's spreading these rumors about me around. Right. Well, now that we're on the topic of Potomac, um, with the two episodes in, uh, what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, super excited that Robin, yes, and Juan are getting married. Super excited that I saw that. Yes. Giselle being back with her ex-husband. What are your thoughts with that? Because we know that Giselle was all like, you fuck with me, you're out forever. Well... What are my thoughts about, like, listen, I think that Giselle and Robin both could do with a good storyline. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if it's fake. I don't think it is, you know. But yeah, listen, yeah. I really think, I've said this before, I think that, like, the longer that these women, not Potomac, just in general, are on sure. the show, uh-huh. like, if you're not there for a season or three and you're there, like, your life becomes the show. Right. So I have seen it from knowing all these different women in real life. Like mm-hmm. when you are not filming, unless you are like a, ter- like Teresa Judice, a Luann, the gift that keeps giving when there is so much yes. going on in your life that you yes. don't need. But no, other than that, you do sit there between seasons and say like, what, what, like, what am I going to do? And Bravo does come to you and say, okay, let's sit down. Like, 
what do we have going on? Like, what's your, not fake, Bravo, I'm not sure. saying, but they're like, okay, who's coming back and who's not? And the pressure is on you. Right. Interesting. So right. like your life becomes all about the show because when you are answering to Bravo and you're not a definite yes in the checkbox, you right. better have something. So I'm not saying people, I personally think there are certain things people do consciously or subconsciously in their life if they're not like mm. Luann don't need to do it Luann has arrested she marries I mean, she's Tom. a countess right yes. like Teresa I mean but like these are the exceptions the average person just doesn't have 10 right. years of just so much going on right and right. so I think you know you might just be apt to like just do things or try things that's all right you see what we I'm definitely saying definitely gonna have to keep in touch like crazy because you definitely have the inside scoop. I, I like okay. to go. I like to, well, hence the name of my podcast behind the I velvet rope. love it. And honestly, if it happens in New York, you call me up, honey, and I will go with you. I will wait. Oh my gosh. That is just amazing. And I love it. And mind you, the stuff I'm telling you is not even the real, like there's just things like, like Elise and Ramona. I knew, I, I knew about that like nine months before. There's just things that I also just don't talk about. Cause then I'm going to get right. caught up at the knees. Sure. And I can't tell you anything. Cause then they're going to be like, okay, David, like is not allowed at the following 17 things. Right. Right. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep out. You gotta, you gotta give gotta... sprinkles. You gotta give oh, something, you know? Honey, you have to tease us. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But like, you know, like Elise is like, oh, you know, so-and-so said you couldn't be trusted. But like, I said you could, cause you've known, I'm like, yeah, I could. Like, I've known all of this, like for like nine months, I could have put this right. out to everyone, you know? Ooh. Okay. So now New York. Thoughts on Leah. Do you like her as a housewife? Is she a good addition? I love her. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I really, really like Leah. I've gotten close with Sarah, her sister, believe it or not. Oh, nice. So I, so I feel like once you cross over to be my friend, then I lose all objective ability to like, but sure. I mean, and she's even been vocal about this. Like New York City is not the Upper East Side. So yes, I remember her saying that. Yep, yep. It's true. And like, yeah, we saw, I mean, Bethany lived on the Upper East Side, but we still saw like a Bethany struggling in the beginning. Okay, mm -hmm. Carol Raswell lived downtown. Alex right. McCord lived in Brooklyn. Like, it, it, we have to get back to like a diverse, and I don't just even mean like skin color, just like a diverse New York. Like it's, it's uh, listen, I personally think New York is headed for a major cast shakeup. That's my honest opinion. Ooh. Oh, okay. And here's my only caveat. It, if it's not next season, okay, fine. It may not be. There uh -huh. is this rumor. There's there's two rumors out there. There's one rumor that New York is headed for a major cash shakeup. And then there's another rumor. Nobody's being fired and they're just hiring two people. Interesting. But I can, okay. but if it's not a cash shakeup next season, I'm telling you it's going to be the season after. Ooh, you know what? I feel, okay, so I feel, I know that we were on New York. We'll get back to New York, but you just gave me this thought. I feel that way with Vanderpump rules. I thought this past season with the new people, Dana and all them, I felt like they were, they're trying to look for new storyline because all the other um, classic, well, some of them are fired now, but everyone else, they're getting older. They're moving on with their life. They're adulting. And I think they're trying to look for new shit. And I just have to say, especially with the firings now, I think I give it one more season. That's just my own opinion. And then now. you think it's it's over. 
I think they'll try to make it make it what it was, but I just don't think the storyline or the content is going to be the same as it was before. And honestly, I didn't think the new the new people that were a part of it, I could I could do without them, honestly. They were they were cool, but they didn't they didn't get me uh, excited, so to speak, you know? I do know what you're saying. What about <laughs> what about if we put Sheena up in a really, well, Sheena up in Caesar's Palace for two months of filming and we have Vanderpump Vegas and Sheena is out there opening it. You, you, are you on board for that? Oh my God. Yes. Hello? Right? Now, yes. now we got something, right? We got Vegas. Yeah. We got all new people except for Miss Shay. Who who would have ever thought Sheena Shay and James Kennedy would win Vanderpump Rules? Like they are winning now. Would you have ever predicted this? Absolutely not. Because everyone was like, Sheena, no. And then, you know, honestly, James had, oh, it was such an emotional season just to see him with the whole, you know, AA thing and just how raw he was. Apologizing to Katie. Yeah. The way that she kind of took it in that episode, though, I was kind of like, man, you could have been a little bit more like empathetic and shit. But, uh, you know, she did an okay job. James she is, has a podcast too, all of a sudden. She does, but, well, that's a whole nother come. First of all, <laughs> Sheena Shea has been on my show. Love her. She came on. Yes. Listen, once you're on Behind the Velvet Rope, then I love you for life. But still waiting for James Kennedy. But I loved Sheena before, but after I had yes. her. On my show, I was like, Sheena is way smarter. Like, I had a different, and I love that too. Like, when I sit down with someone, like, I had a much different impression of Sheena after she was on my show. I'm like, she gets it. She's doing boy crazy merch. Like, she gets it. This was before the whole editing scandal. We, like, almost foreshadowed it. We talked about it. She just was, like, really smart and, like, working all the time. Like, I freaking love Sheena. That's she's like a Jessica Simpson then because everyone thought that Jessica Simpson was dumb AF and look at her she's like a billionaire yeah like, like with her business she's like killing it Sheena there's something there about Sheena but the other thing about a podcast is I'm convinced that everybody that has this podcast if you mean you're trapped at home like Demi Moore has the podcast now Lisa Vanderpump yep. Beth I'm like I get Hannah it too Hannah from Below Deck too totally yep. like yeah. I get it because you're not filming anything you can't leave your house. But I would love to know, like, if Lisa Vanderpump and Bethany are going to continue their podcast while filming a trillion new TV shows when the world opens and you're actually on location. That's just all I'm saying. Hey, I'm there with you, my dear. Yes, I am with that. Um, Okay, so back to New York, right? So this past episode, yesterday's, wait, today, okay. This past Thursday's episode, we see the girls still in Cancun. They're having a good old time. You know, Dorinda this season, she's having a hard time. I feel like this is the time where she's really mourning the loss of Richard. What are your what are your thoughts on the whole Dorinda thing right now? Well, let me try to keep it positive because I don't usually like to start my own drama in life, but for sure. You know, as a person that I have interacted with in real life. I'm like, I'm like, okay with, you know, taking a pass on Dorinda. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's a little, yeah. it's a little harsh, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a little harsh. I've had, I've, you know, like, it's just, 
I'm not one to jump on board, but you know, like, look, we're in this whole cancel culture where all these people are speaking out, this one and that one. So I've had experiences that I'm not so impressed with how I was treated as a human being by Miss Medley. Mm. So interesting. Okay. What I'm seeing on TV is what I've experienced in real life. Yeah. Sure. I think, listen, I think that she, I agree. She's going through something. Yeah. And I think it hit her just then for some, for whatever reason. But maybe like, it was the, the flood in Bluestone Manor, maybe. Well, I think that's it. Like she, the whole like, look, you're taking this huge house and you're spending all this money and dealing mm-hmm. with all. But I, I don't know. You know what? I am, like I was just telling you before we sat down, I've had a week from absolute hell work-wise. <laughs> I am not one. He's hustling, people. Well, here's the thing. I'll take out my aggression on you who gives it to me. I won't take it out on 12,000 other people that have done right. nothing to me. Right. So I don't believe in all of that. So I yeah. feel... And to me, it's like there have been cringeworthy moments on Roni this season. Like when you're yeah. just so horrible to like Tinsley who like leave the girl. I mean, this is her right. fairy tale. If it comes I crashing know. down, mm-hmm. let her experience this. She's got what she wanted. So who are you to criticize her? I mean, right. good for Tinsley. And I literally don't know anyone. I mean, how could you not take Tinsley's side in that? Oh, for sure. And uh, you know what? Honestly, I love Dorinda. This season, I've been a little, I've been a little disappointed in her, but I, I also feel like it's the whole, the, she's mourning. That's just for some odd reason. I I can't recall on how long ago that Richard passed, but I think right now it just something cut and she's just trying to, this is the way that she's coping with it. And unfortunately she's taking it out on other people, which sometimes people do that. Is it the best thing? Absolutely not. But with Tinsley, now she's in Chicago. I'm trying to look her up. You know what I mean? I'm once this whole thing opens up, cause now Chicago's under like some restricted shit right now. Oh, I just got really? that on my phone. Yes, it's insane. They like pull up the fucking, um, the, the bridges at like 9 p.m now so it's insane it's probably good that I'm in Pittsburgh right now so but once everything is back to normal I'm gonna be looking for Tinsley because I know that she's somewhere downtown and Chicago isn't as big as New York so I'm pretty sure I could probably find I would think you can (laughs) find her and you know I would think you could find her and you want to know and again I don't work for Bravo I am not a producer on The Real Housewives of New York, but the rumor is... Ooh, spill it. The rumor is... You see, no, and this is the thing, because my, my show is an interview show, so I do five interviews a week, so I don't even get to talk like this on my show. So I'm even telling... I love it. I'm even telling you things that I, don't, I, I can't talk on my show anymore. It's just literally me interviewing Bravo Liberty. Guys, you are getting the tea that no one knows, But okay? the rumor is that... Rumor, baby. This season, to your point of this Dorinda that you're seeing, that this is like certain things needed to be reshot. And I think what you're seeing, as harsh as you think it is, my sources tell me that the reality of the situations all season were even worse. That this is actually a good edit for Dorinda. Damn. You're almost talking about the drag me Monique type stuff. But like worse maybe. I I mean- Because they got that shit on film. Right. And like nothing physical, but I just- that's just wow. And again, I don't work for Bravo, so of course, this yeah. Is, but this, this is the rumors, people. It's not saying that he knows it for sure. This is the rumors. But the rumors are that this, whatever you're seeing, is the best, best, best edit. Like, damn, 
we went out of our way to give it a good edit and you're still seeing this so shit that's crazy that's you know? so that's sad too it's a little disappointing um and listen but, in like real life my yeah. Tinsley is the she nicest. She seems so sweet. So sweet. So yeah. sweet. She seems really okay. So with that, because I know I listened to uh, I listened to one of your shows. I think you were talking about you were talking to a friend. You met him at Luann's show in Jersey and Brian talking... Carlos. Yeah. So yes. Oh, you got this is back before I was five days a week and only interviewed Bravo <laughs> celebrities. When I started my show, so now what I did is I started Patreon so I could talk with all these, but like I sure. I used to talk like with people that like were fans on my show, which was a great sure. idea. It's just unfortunately, yeah. but that's Brian Carlos. Yeah. Okay. So I do, from what I remember in my mind, you guys were talking about the whole, like, could there be a Real Housewives of Chicago? And then I think one of you said something about... It almost seemed like, no, why would that even happen or whatever? So I'm wondering, I'm like, you know, Tinsley's in Chicago now. So if you, like, what if she went up to the Bravo peeps and were like, hey, I think we should do something here. Do you think that that would be a good or bad idea? Well, I think the chances of A, Tinsley saying that are zero Slim. to nine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the, ch I just, now here's another rumor. I'll tell you another rumor. The rumor is that like way back, maybe even before Salt Lake, that the Chicago was kicked, having nothing to do with Tinsley, but just mm -hmm. that Chicago was kicked around. I heard a rumor that it even was like. Cast. Yeah. I heard that too. And that but they it, weren't like interesting enough. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea now because I think you need something unique. So mm -hmm. to me, like Miami made sense. I mean, why it didn't really take off for years and years, but at least like, no, I mean, no offense to Chicago, but it's like, mm -hmm. all right, it's like a nicer, cleaner, happier, smaller version of New York. Right. Where right. people might be a little more sober <laughs> at times. Not not much more sober, but a little more sober. So like right. it doesn't make sense. And like I don't even know, to be honest with you, I don't think the OC would exist if Beverly Hills came along first. Really? Interesting. It's, it's kind I mean it's I mean, it's different, but it's kind of similar. For sure. Like For sure. listen, I think Salt Lake is going to exp like I think that's what they needed. They needed a strange weird nobody gets it location but yeah, i don't get it i don't get it do you have any rumors or any, well, any dish to tell because i'm like eh. I mean, I, i'm not gonna lie i didn't really like real housewives of miami too it didn't do it for me i get it and i'm sure you didn't yeah. like dc if you even watched dc i did see dc that shit was crazy i mean it was just one season well <laughs> here's crazy. the thing i as crazy as this sounds i know one of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake. And I don't mean like- Oh my gosh, I love it. So here's the thing, because of what I do, everyone always tells me like, oh, I know someone, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what do you mean? Like your friend tried out and got a call from a producer and sure. sent, like, you don't know anybody. That's, <laughs> but I have friends that people tell me this all the time. So I have this friend who for months, she was like, one of my friends is one of the new housewives of Salt Lake. And I'm just like, sure. that's that's great. You're like, yeah. Right, like, I don't even know if Salt Lake's, ha like, I ignored her. I don't know if it's right. happening. Okay, right. now it's happening. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, sweetie. Like, sure. <laughs> like, is she a friend of a friend of a friend? And she's done like three scenes and she lives right. in Salt Lake? No. 
finally, she's I, we're talking like nine or 10 months later. She's like, I'm going to put you in touch with so-and-so. She'll come on your podcast. That hasn't happened yet. But right. I was like, okay, so like, let me focus now. Like, what's this woman's name? Okay. Okay. Let me Google. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, you're like, this shit is real. Yes. So <laughs> I was I mean, not punked. Yeah. So, I mean, like I called this one. I mean, she's like a good friend of a really good friend of mine. So I just called her wow. and she's like, and I'm like, well, so-and-so has been telling me for like nine months about, you know, I just didn't mm-hmm. really think you were actually one of the actual real housewives. Of- sure. You were like, I thought you were bullshitting. Yeah. And like, not like people are trying to mislead me, but you know, they get all of excited, course. like this person. I'm like, yeah, honey, she's like background for like three scenes. <laughs> so now I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, hello. Like I could have been talking to you for like a year. Exactly. You could have gotten the scoop, scoop, scoop. I think that they're just, I think it's a bunch. I think it's the right cast. I think they're like off the freaking wall. Some of these women. Yeah. See, I, I just know whenever Andy said something on his show, like forever ago when he was talking about the show about to come out, but I don't even know. I can't even recall if there's even a release date at this point, to be honest. But here's the thing, like, Park City, Utah, like, if you've never been there, yeah, it's kind of got its own vibe. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you yeah. think about it, like, in sure. a way, that is a more exciting show than, like, Chicago. Like, Chicago is almost, like, too real a city. Do you know what I'm saying? No, I get it because I mean, from what you're saying, I feel like you're basically like, yeah, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's like its own little community. Yeah, and it's just like it's I don't know if you Penn State University, right? It's a huge ass school, and it basically is its own little town, right? So it's kind of like in its little bubble, so to speak, and not everyone knows about it, right? And like, so like. You tell me, like, Boston, Philadelphia, Chicago, like, you, you know about those cities. You, like, exactly. Got, you don't know. You are so curious sitting here right now to see what Salt Lake is all about. See, you are. So think about it well, like that. Well, now I am from what you're right. telling so me. Right. So it's like, you don't know anything about the city. You want to see how they live. I am here for it. And I think you're ready. October-ish, late October. Oh, really? Okay. Maybe November okay. at the rate things are going. What did you think of Camp Getaway? I tried to get into it. I was so excited about it. And then it kind of like fell off the wayside for me. <sighs> so I've had four people on my show from Camp Getaway. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm so sorry, you four people. I thought you were great on the, on the show. I just... The no, I mean... No. Listen, lovely people love, literally, I I love them all. I couldn't really get into the show. Yeah. I I mean, it it just wasn't as entertaining to me, but, uh, you know, I gave it a chance. So it needs to be, I think it has potential. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I think, uh, Maybe the way that it was going about it could have been better or more entertaining. I don't know. Maybe they'll figure it out if it's picked up for another season. So we'll, I guess we'll have to see. Somebody DMs me because, again, behind the velvet rope, again, people just tell me everything about everything, thinking that sure. I work for Bravo. Yes. Somebody told me the other day that she's in the mix for Camp Getaway season two. And I just, you know, heard her out because I'm nice. Sure. And I'm just saying in my head, like, what season two, sweetheart? Like, I don't know. Like, 
maybe there is I, I don't give me the producer's number <laughs> well the numbers weren't so great but the thing no, is yeah. you look at like summer house the numbers on that weren't great in the beginning either like so bravo does take these shows where they're like we are behind this and we're gonna give it a go it's a like minute. a test right yeah because summer house went from being like nobody's watching and it's not good to nobody's watching and yeah. it's not so good to like I did that with the show I did what I show? didn't like it I did, uh, to be honest I did it with Summer House and I also did it with Vanderpump Rules when I first saw Vanderpump Rules and I'm like who the fuck are these people they're like crazy as shit but now I love it same thing with Summer House love it Summer Hannah, House is gotten it. Paige great it's gotten oh. a lot better it yep. really has Carl from Pittsburgh I get excited he's a yinzer just like me whoop whoop so. Vanderpump Rules, though, I, I disagree. That I was like, I was there. You were hooked. I was there from the second that that scene kept going and Brandy and Sheena walked from one oh. area to the next. And you're like, wait, this is a whole new show now. Like, oh I God. was like, this is the most brilliant thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire existence. And I am here for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I have to tell you. So. At my place in Chicago, because, you know, that's where I really live. I'm just with my parents right now for COVID. Okay. So I have so many of the old school Vanderpump rules, like, on my DVR saved. So, like, on days where I used to be like, oh, man, I wish I had, like, some time to sit down and just, like, binge watch a bunch of shit. Well, now I can do that. But, unfortunately, I'm not back in my Chicago place. So, you know, I just do the peacock or the on-demand type of shit and whatever's available to me. I just... Just do it that way. You so know what nice. you need to. You know what you need to watch. Tell me the number one reality show on TV at the current moment. Number one. Oh my God! Tell me. Selling Sunset. Not- Selling Sunset. It's everything. I don't know what it is. It's on Netflix. It's. Oh, I don't have Netflix. Well, then we should not continue this conversation. <laughs> I don't even want to get you excited. <laughs> We'll oh stick to our Bravo, but it's, it's, it's. Maybe that could everything. be a future, uh, another future conversation. I will come back and talk to you all about it because it is yes, everything. I have friends who have friends who have friends who have Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. You know what I mean? Oh, I know 100%. just what you mean. <laughs> okay. So now with the new additions of the housewives, Leah Garcelle Sutton and Dr. Wendy, do you have a favorite between the four? I mean, the thing is, so I've had Sutton on my show. I've interviewed her. Is she lovely in person? She, or is she just playing that act? No, she's lovely. See, here's my thing. I like a very authentic person. So like when she was on my show, she told me some story about how she had to transport her piano to her summer house. Oh, I love that she plays piano. I'm down with it. I went to school for music. So I'm down, See? Sutton. Yes. And I think when this going to the summer house, I think was like a three week stay. So okay. she did receive some negative feedback because like, you know, mm. who needs a piano? I mean, and I don't, you know, it's a piano. Like it's not. Of course. However, yeah. she wasn't trying to be obnoxious. She just, this is her real life. Like she really right. does have fuck you money. Right. But she <laughs> was, I liked her. I mean, out of yeah. the four, I, I have to give it to my girl, Leah. I mean, I have yes. to. I say Garcelle is like super. Very close. Because I love Garcelle. Love, love. Yes. And it's really weird. It's like Garcelle is not really getting into it. She doesn't really have, she hasn't rolled up her sleeves and gotten her hands dirty. But I believe 
if okay. so, there's something about Garcelle because she's nice and mm-hmm. polite, I and she hasn't really gotten into it. Think about mm-hmm. it. But Do you I want to know something. I feel I if you something? come for her, I feel if one of these girls came for her, she would you. fucking knock them out. Yes. And, like I feel it. I feel it. She'll cut you. Yeah. For sure. I completely agree. And this is what. Okay. So like. What'd you the, read? The last show that I did, I said something. Okay. So I read reality website, of course, that Rinna and Garcelle are like not in good standing with each other now. I guess at the reunion, again, this is rumor. The rumor reads. No, I mean, that so I far, I, that's, I think that you, that's correct. Yeah. So Rinna apparently said, or like warned Garcelle, you know, if you come back for another season, because basically what she was kind of hinting at, again, this is from the website, was saying something like, the first year as a new housewife, everyone is very nice to you and you're really cool and we love you, blah, blah, blah. And then by the second season, that's when your shit is going to get popped because if you think of Denise, this is her second season. She's getting shit on by all the women. Is that true? I don't know. I mean, I think but that's what was in the true, yeah. but I think Garcelle could handle herself. Granted, she's also 100%. said, she's yeah. also said, did you see that she's said, if Denise doesn't come back, she's going to quit? I read that and I was just like, yes, she's a ride or die. And I love that. Just yeah. like Robin and Giselle. I love that. Not not like Rena. No. Rena, Rena is a ride or die for the paycheck. Rena will do anything. She's a hustler. Don't yeah. hustle. The hustler. Yes. She'll yes. do anything. So that's when I'm just like, this is, the, I have to say, so I'm a huge, huge Melrose Place fan. Huge. Oh, okay. Okay. So Rena has always been on a pedestal to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like at a different category because she was on Melrose Place. But I have sure. to say, this is the first season that I feel that the wool has been like wiped out of my eyes. And I finally see what everyone has been talking about with Rena for all Whoa. these years. I finally oh get my it. Gosh. It took you a while, didn't it? It did. And you know what? I can't watch Rena now because to me, it's not authentic. She is trying. She's, to me, she is doing exactly what everyone accused Lisa Vanderpump of doing. And Bethany Mm. of like, she's trying to produce the show and, and, and acting and trying so I don't believe, I don't believe that she's really so curious about Denise and it's like, I think she did this for the show. And then that yeah. is how awful, like yeah, that you is. are losing an actual friend that you were in the acting world with forever. Right, like 20 plus years. Just to make a good show. Like I get that, but you kind of need to say to the other person, this is what we're going to do. Now my cell phone is off and I'm not texting this to you and there's no recorders. Like right. we can be in this together like I'm gonna come for you I'm gonna cut you I'm gonna cut you so low right and you're gonna be in on it because next year when your check goes up and my check goes up we both win like I am okay with what she's doing I just think you have to fill the other person in before you do that if they're like a real friend of yours yeah, I agree. I agree. And so, I think she forgot to do that. And Denise is just like, this is my what friend. The fuck? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's intense. I mean, 
I don't think, I mean, Rena's she's not going to go anywhere if the show keeps going on, which it will, you know. Um, I think I saw on Instagram or something, I think she put it on, and so did Erica, and I think a bunch of the women. I think it said something like, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is like Bravo's number one show right now. It was on their Instagram. Really? Yeah, from what I recall, from what I hmm. remember. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Like in terms of the ratings and stuff? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what it meant. Um, I could be 100% wrong, but I do remember vividly that I was scrolling through my phone and I saw that from both Erica and Rinna. So. And shockingly, New York numbers have been down and I don't know why. Potomac, the first season, the first thing has is bad numbers. For these past two episodes? The first, I don't know about the second one, the first episode had, the numbers were not good. It was See, under I, a million. I almost feel like that probably happened because the original date was supposed to be back in, uh, what was it, the beginning May. of June? Yeah, yeah June. beginning of May or yeah, something. Yeah, I think so it was May. Like, yeah, I think people got really, I got pissed off. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I want to see my girls. But you know what? I feel like with Real Housewives of Potomac, they are so, they're under the radar. I don't, I don't know why. I think they're, this could be the time where they're just kind of elevating up to like, you know, Roni status or Jersey, you know what I mean? I, I, they're the underdogs. I, I don't know why, but I am more excited for this season of Potomac than any other season so far. Yes. Like I'm more invested all now than I ever have been. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a shit show. I think so. And I'm just going to have my fucking like quarantini with the popcorn, like all of that. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. It's going to be good. Yeah. So now, uh, what housewife for any franchise, if you had a choice, which one would you want to bring back? Any, any city, whichever. Now, Everyone, of course, says the <laughs> obvious answer. Bethany? Yeah, and you know, I don't want Bethany back. I love Bethany. I mm-hmm. think Bethany is a superstar. I think she is. She is. Here's She's my thing. Ass. She yeah. she she won Housewives. She won. She she won Housewives. Yeah, she is Housewives. Right, and so she now. is above it. Yeah. She, the money she had in the beginning is now way, I mean, I don't mean the beginning of the show. I mean, since she sold her company and Absolutely. became filthy rich, now she's even richer because it's been invested all these years. Like of she's course. really not coming back. So people need to just put that in their minds. And Damn, I, that makes me upset. <laughs> and I actually don't want Bethany back. I think Bethany is so, she's going to go on and have her own show. Well, mm-hmm. no. So I don't I really, I, I love her. She is literally a superstar, mm-hmm. but I don't want her back. I, to me, the people I like back are people that like their life has changed so much that now they would be different. Like for me, I would never want like a, like say like a Jill Zarin back. Cause I think we would get the same thing. Like, okay, her life has changed. Bobby's not around, but like, it's the sure. same Jill. Like, so I gotcha. to me, this is just me. I would choose sure. three people okay i'm ready a jesus jugs oh okay because now you know she's divorced she doesn't have gym she's like i just i think alexis is like what the hell has alexis been up to right actually let me let me choose four people (laughs) okay that was one i would choose they've both been on my show together i would choose heather dubrow because 
Love. Yes. And like Terry now with botched. And it's just like, I don't know, like what's Heather up to? So I would choose her. Exactly. Yeah. Good choice. I would choose. I've always said this. There were a lot of politics rumor going on okay. behind the scenes about why you throw a leg and get fired by Aviva okay. Treasure. <laughs> I think, okay. how do you throw your leg in the surf? She was and iconic. not come back. Like that was an iconic so TV moment. Or in Aviva. And then didn't like her on the show. Didn't mm-hmm. like her on the show. But now fucking Jules Weinstein. Hello. You know what? You are not the only person. So I interviewed uh, a neighbor of mine a couple weeks ago. It was like a Mother's Day edition. It was me and my mom and her and her mom. And she said that that was like one of her favorite housewives. And I'm trying to understand. I'm like, but why? No, she so wasn't mine. No. Okay, so why would you want her? Well, her now back? she's just because she's like, she just got like arrested like seven Oh yeah, ago. with a bat with a husband. Yeah, and husband. she's yep. like down in Florida. And like, and I just feel like we don't know enough about her you know what I mean sure I got you I got you okay good answers now do you have a favorite housewife um just a favorite yes actually let me piggyback with that so you can let me know your favorite housewife and then I want to know your all-star housewives cast you can only pick seven women now if you want to pick all of the housewives from New York cool if you want to do that with Atlanta if you want to pick two from New York cool three from Atlanta whatever just give me seven okay so this is my thing um okay so I mean I just said I don't want her back Bethany okay you know Wait, so she your favorite or the all-star? Oh, sorry. My favorite, believe it or not, even though we have a very strange relationship in real life and she my may not- My heart is pitter-pattering. She may I'm not so be excited. the most pleasant person. My okay. favorite is Ramona Singer. I have Stockholm. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I had this feeling. I just had this feeling. I did. Is it from listening to my podcast and how I just, I have Stockholm syndrome. The, the meaner she is to me as a human being in real life, the yeah. more, if anybody spoke to me the way that Ramona treats me, I would tell them to fuck off. <laughs> but there's something about her, the ruder that she is to me. And the more she just wants to like, just dismiss me. I She's the gift that keeps on giving. She is. She is a gem and a half. She's okay? my favorite. So She's a pearl. She's my yeah. favorite. So okay, because of that, definitely Ramona. Sure. Bethany. Okay. I will say my third is New York, Sonia Morgan. Oh, she love. <laughs> you don't touch the Morgan lettuce. Okay. Right. So those three. Now that's, that's enough from seven from New York. That's it. I'm going to cap it. Okay, cap it. Kenya fucking more. Oh, twirl, twirl. I feel okay. this past season of Atlanta was the best it's been in oh, years. Her ex-husband's a douche. Douche. Douche and a half. But Miss Moore. Then because of Melrose and she's just great, Rinna. Cool. I dig it. I see it. Then, okay, two more. Two more. Two, two more. Yes, yes. more. Because the other day I had Rinna. I, let me think. Who else is in Beverly Hills? It's so funny. I thought of this the other day. And Erica? Well, I'm trying to think. I would be Erica. I'm down with Erica. There's definitely nobody from Dallas. I love them all. There's definitely nobody from Potomac. I would choose. What about OC? Well, let me, I'm thinking. Okay, sorry. I'm getting excited. My bad. No, no, no. There's one from the OC. So I would choose, yes, Dorit. Okay. That's six. And then. Last one. 
Drum roll. Because (laughs) she wasn't always like my absolute favorite on the show. She was one of my favorite interviews I ever did on my podcast. And I think when I think about what she has given over the years. Sure. Tamara Judge. (gasps) I thought you were going to say Shannon. Now, I love those answers. I love Shannon. But that's, that's, I'm going to lock it with that. Two Beverly Hills, three New York. One, okay. one Atlanta and one OC and no that, Dallas and no. That's no pretty heavy hitting. Now, I also, that just give me, gave me another memory um, from me looking at your stuff on Instagram. You really enjoy Tamara. Tell me why. Um, I couldn't get, she's not my fave on OC whatsoever. I actually, I really like Kelly Dodd, which people think that I'm fucking crazy, but um, I, I find a lot of my antics in her with her blowups, but yeah. I, I like, I mean, t- so yeah, it's one, it's weird because after my Tamara episodes came out, it was two parts. We talked for a long time. I didn't realize a lot of people don't like Tamara. I got oh, a lot. she's shady. Like you really do? shady. Yeah. I, you know what it is? Tamara to me, well, at least I got this impression after I interviewed her. She is real. Like, I don't think it's a- No bullshit. Like, so I don't think it's a put on. So like, sure. I don't think, I mean, listen, Tamara and Vicky both have told me this directly. Like Vicky, especially, I don't think Vicky realized she was on a reality show for all those years. Like, it's just <laughs> Vicky. Do you see what I'm saying? So you have yeah. to like that. Like, yeah. and I got that from Tamara. I got the Authentic. like, just no angling, just like whatever is happening is happening. Okay, cool. I loved, I love that answer because I wasn't, uh, yeah, I'm still on the fence on that. But that's okay. But that's my, listen, seven's a hard number. It is. It is. It's hard. Now, now that you have your all-star cast, here's my my last question for you. What would your tagline be, my dear, as a, as a house hubby? Okay, so here's the thing. Yes. I, of course, am not a one-season wonder. So I have my first season tagline oh my god I love this yes please <laughs> and then tell me. I have my second season tagline oh I'm so excited so my first tagline now you have to take into this is I'm in my world I am now cast as a gay man as a housewife so I'm the first gay man cast as a housewife so epic love it yes ties, history. so put that into the context my yes. tagline let me just think of it would be I may not be a girl but I sure as hell fight like one Oh my God. That is, um, I fucking love love that. Yes. Thank you. Oh, that is, that is for season's tagline. That's for season's tagline. Oh my God. And then the next one, second season's tagline is if you like what I'm saying, keep listening. If not, keep listening. (gasps) Yes. Good. Snaps, snaps. Yes. I love it, honey. There you go. And then third season, I'll have to think of that, what that would be. Okay, well, we can do that for another time. That's yeah. that's impressive. I mean, yeah. first of all, usually anyone who comes on my show, I always that is the last question that I ask them because it is the most heart stirring moment for me. It's right, a good so one. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So now let me, you know, tell everyone where they can follow you. Tell, well, first of all, tell us a little bit more about your podcast, Behind the Velvet Rope. So, Which, by the way, everyone should listen. Hello, my Bravo believers. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, please listen, everybody. So my podcast started two days a week, and it really started because I am truly 
have become friends with these Bravo people in real life. I've mm. written a book about this. About What's the book called? Well, the book- Is it out? It is not out. Let me tell okay. you something. Yeah. COVID really is screwing a lot of things up. Now it's- Oh, ain't that the truth? Yeah. So I don't know when it's going to come out. I thought it was coming out early 2021 and all the people involved in the book the other day were like, oh, I'll honey. buy your first copy. Okay. It's really- Mark that down, honey. Yes. So, I mean, I think it's going to be out like, you know, May, June of 2021. That's just what I'm being told. But it's about like, literally it's a how-to book with a lot of my stories peppered in there, but it's how to go from being a fan to being a friend. If you read this book, really. So my podcast started because I became friends with these people and I'm like behind the velvet rope. I'm, Mm -hmm. I have like a lot of stories that like I'm observing things here that like people probably want to hear about. Right. It turned in. So that's how it started. And then because I know a lot of these people, they all wanted to start coming on my show. And then right. I realized like, you know, like my, my stories are fun and I still talk about them on Patreon, but like it's literally turned into a five day a week, God help me interview show with like Bravo Liberty. Oh my gosh. So like nice. this week, and sometimes we do other, it's not just Bravo. It's like 10% outside of Bravo. Yeah. But like this, I saw the selling sunset. Is that what the show? Yeah. Called? Yeah. I saw that. You just like released that. No. Yeah. Th- that yeah, was this okay. week. So ah. like, you know, we've interviewed like Tamara Judge and Sheena Shea. I had like Randall Emmett from Vanderpump Rules. Nice. We just had like Landon Clements from Southern Charm. Jill Zarin was just on. Okay. Who else? You know, and everyone says that my interviews, like, listen, I like to bring people on and I like to relax them and we'll just sure. have a good time and listen. And then I'll go in for the kill. So <laughs> don't it. think just because these people are my friends, you know. Like if there's something that I need to find out for the people, I'm going to ask the damn question. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So my loyalty really is to my audience. Like it's not to myself. It's not to my BFF, you know, guest that's sitting in front of me. I don't give a fuck. I just want... I'm here like the the Andy Cohen of podcasting kind of and I'm here I'll just say that you are yes you are I'll take it (laughs) so it's really like COVID has just exploded my show and like we were two days a week in March and then it was three and then it's four and now we are just five days five days a week I can't keep up fast enough so anyone that wants to hear interviews with and like Every show is represented. And when I say every show, I don't mean currently on the air. I mean, I have people from Blowout. Remember that show Blowout with Jonathan Anton? I have shows you probably don't even remember. (laughs) Like Project Runway. But like even things like I have Miami Housewives. DC Housewives, like we go way back into the vault, honey. Like, oh, I love that. People that you're not even thinking of. Like, one of my friends the other day, she was like, How do you even think of these people? I'm like, We have ladies of London. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, whatever. But we have a lot of current people too. But, you know, just sure. so there's, there's things I'm working on. And we have side characters. We had Martini Mike. Remember Martini Mike? Yeah. Well, he was on the show. So we don't just do, we had the cookie lady from Atlanta. Remember the cookie lady? Oh my God. Who could forget the cookie lady? Well, guess what? She loved her interview so much. She sent me like 8,000 cookies in the mail. Holy shit. Okay, question. Yes. Is Eva right saying that those are probably some of the best damn cookies? I, I can't even. They are so good. Oh, they shit. Are I got to go to Atlanta now to get the damn cookies. They are so good. Okay. Non-sponsored ad here, people. They're really good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I get nothing out of this. But she also happens to be the really nice the nice person. And so my, and I just had Cedric on, Lisa's mm-hmm. permanent house guest from season oh, one. Oh, yeah. That was such a thing. Ooh, and you know who yeah. I just had on too is Ali Ashori, the guy who had the drink thrown in his face oh. from Shaw's. 
Oh my God, that was an intense season, was it not? Holy shit. MJ Reza. Crazy. So my thing is like, when I have you on, this is my interview style. Like Mm -hmm. to me, it is your time to tell your truth. My opinion does not matter. So like when I put a show out, I want the listeners, like this has happened a lot. People will come to me and say, I hated that person. Now I like them. Or they'll say, that person is full of shit. Everything they just said is a lie. And I'm like, I never said that I agree. Like, I don't just agree. For sure. But I won't say that. It's not, I feel it's not my place. I feel like it's your place. So like a, someone like a Cedric comes on, a lot of people are like, he just wants 15 minutes of fame. He's lying. Other people are like, Lisa Vanderpump is crap. I'm glad Cedric. Right. So it's like, you, great. I love everyone (laughs) taking away. I have my own opinion from each interview that I do. And I just keep it to myself because it's not about me. It's about you, the audience and the person telling the story. A lot of people like listen to my interviews and they're like, that person's full of shit. And I'm just like, Hey, guess what? I'm not an idiot. I'm from the streets of New York. I get it. Like, but you, but the thing is you, you, you really don't know. You know what I mean? That's the thing you really don't know. So I really do listen and I make my own judgment, but I feel like everyone has a right to tell their story, whether you believe them or not. Absolutely. So I feel like it's just interesting just to hear what people really have to say and right. also you read all this stuff. I'm like, I just want to go right to the source. Like, let's hear what this person has to say themselves. Yeah, let's cut the bullshit and just bring it all out on the table. So that's so how can uh, how can uh, How can we follow you, my dear? So Give us all your platforms, you know? Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> basically, you can go to Apple Podcasts or really anywhere you find podcasts, and you can search for Behind the Velvet Rope. And you will find it. Um, mm-hmm. That's how you find it. And on Instagram, it's behind Velvet Rope. There's no the because that was too long a name. So it's behind Velvet Rope. And the link is there too. All the other Beautiful. platforms, we're on everything, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. But really, I would say podcasts, Apple or Spotify and Instagram. I don't know about you. Instagram is my favorite platform. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the platform anymore. Fuck Facebook. Bye, honey. Bye, Snapchat. It's all about the Instagram. Twitter, well, TikTok's on its way out now too. In Twitter, apparently. there's a good, good. Goodbye, TikTok. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> And Twitter, I don't know. Twitter's hard, man. It's complicated. I actually, I don't have a Twitter. I only have a Twitter because, I'll give you some more tea. I only have a Twitter because I have an intern. And Mm -hmm. she runs my Twitter. She's great. It's like like talking to me. But she runs it. And if she were to leave tomorrow, I would probably have no Twitter. She just handles my Twitter. Instagram, Instagram is you are talking to bread and butter, honey. Me. Like yes. when you get a DM, it is me, it is me, it is me, it is me. I just like Instagram. I love it. You All know? right. Well, guys, you know, he is the New York City boy with the big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams. Thank you so much, David, for being on the show. Do you have any other do you have any other thoughts or anything about anything Bravo? or anything in general. No, I mean, I hope that people find my podcast and listen. You are amazing. I must come back on. Here's oh my the, God, I would love to have you. I yes. mean, here's the thing. I really don't talk about what's going on on the shows on my podcast. I just, I yeah. literally, I cannot, I do it on my Patreon. So 
Yeah. I can come I here it. and talk anytime you want to know what's yes. going on. Well, honey, we will have you back again for sure. Again, people, it is Behind the Velvet Rope. David Yontef, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much. Man, that was so nice to have David on the show and, you know, listen to his stuff again, Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. Check it out uh, where you get your podcast, how you listen to me. Hello. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I appreciate your ears and your attention. Again, this shit is so much fun for me. And again, I have an Instagram account for the podcast at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. Check me out. Uh, follow me on the Instagram, please. And feel free to DM me and let's have a chat. Let's talk about Bravo and let's do the shit. Also, follow Believe Podcasts and Believe Pop Culture on Instagram. That's B-L-E-A-V. If you like what you're hearing, which I hope you do, that's why I want you to come back every single week. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Again, we want to get the word out. Let's talk Bravo shit all day long. Honey, you guys have a great week. We'll see you next Tuesday. Like DJ James Kennedy would say, the white Kanye. See you next Tuesday. You guys have a good week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.